Hello, you are listening to the ESG Fitness Podcast. I'm very glad you're here. Today's topic is stress eating. And that's because it's something I see come up a lot and one of, if not by far, the biggest barrier people face when they're trying to lose body fat is the psychological side. It's not so much knowing the calories they should eat or lack of knowledge around nutrition, it's the application of what they know they should be doing in order to get the results that they want. Fat loss is a simple equation, but that certainly doesn't mean that actioning it is easy. And today I want to talk about stress eating. And I've spoken about this in numerous forms before, and I'm sure I've done posts on it. And you could replace stress eating with emotional eating. We've been through different ways of dealing with this, self-compassion being fundamental, as well as sitting with your feelings and acknowledging that you don't need to act on them. Or finding other coping mechanisms, so not just always turning to food for comfort. But one of the problems with finding other coping mechanisms is that they can actually become a stress in themselves. So I'm sure that everyone listening to this will have felt stressed about the fact they've not been able to find time to work out. And then what was once your coping mechanism to deal with stress is now just adding to your stress. So in this episode, I want to focus on stress <laughs> because I think reframing how you think about stress can help you avoid stress eating. And I think the important point to make here is that we're not looking to remove stress. I think that's where most people go wrong. They're like, this is stressing me out. How do I do less of it? Or how do I remove it from my life? And you'll see why that isn't the approach I want to take. Now, stress is usually seen as a bad thing and quite a scary thing. And we see headlines about the increased risk of cardiovascular disease with stress and stressful jobs causing numerous health outcomes and how stressed we all are in general life. And also that stress will cause weight gain or mean that you won't be able to sleep, which then causes weight gain and then has an impact on your longevity and your focus. And your basically you can catastrophize this very quickly. And it's a pretty unhelpful message as it is very hard, if not impossible, to avoid stress. And the point I wanna make here is that we wouldn't want to avoid stress even if we could. And actually giving people these scary stats about stress makes them stress about being stressed. So again, pretty unhelpful. If you took all of the stress out of your life, what would you have left? I'm gonna say basically nothing. Because being stressed simply means that you care about things. Would you be stressed homeschooling your kids if you didn't care about their education? No, but having kids is an amazing stress to have. You're stressed because you love them and you want the best for them. You're stressed about the level of their education because you think that that's important to their life and you want them to be the best that they can be. 
would you be stressed about work if you didn't care about your job? No. Would you be stressed about making time to spend with your partner if you didn't care about your relationship? No. When you say you are stressed, you are really saying there are loads of things in my life that I care about. Basically, that you have a very rich life. This is quite obviously a good thing. And when you reframe it like that, you see that stress is a hashtag blessing and you should be hashtag grateful. Think about any time or any experience you've had that has created personal growth for you. They were probably very stressful experiences at the time or any experiences that you're really proud of. Again, at the time, or at least in the lead up, probably really stressful. Like graduating from university, you were probably really stressed doing your dissertation before your exams. Completing a marathon, you were probably really stressed out with the training beforehand. Or like having a baby, you probably were massively stressed about many aspects of that process and how you're gonna make sure you can be the best parent possible. Starting a business, stressful, but absolutely worth it. If it's not to some extent stressful, then it's probably not that important to you. And the reason we have a stress response to things that are important to us is because stress was designed to boost our performance. It makes us more alert, it makes us more ready. It comes back to this fight or flight response. We need to be ready to run away from danger or to respond in whatever way is more appropriate given that we are no longer chased by lions or whatever was chasing us. And stress is required for growth in physical aspects as well. Like stress creates physiological toughening. For example, exercise is a stress. Every time you exercise, your body is put under stress and then you adapt to that stress. And that is the process of becoming fitter. You're pushing your body probably to a place it's not comfortable being. You're taking it out with its usual homeostatic happy place and thus it has to adapt to that you're challenging it in a way that it will then adapt to so that the next time you put it under that challenge, it can perform better. Even seemingly awful stressful situations like abuse or trauma can actually result in growth. So this is known as post-traumatic growth. And at this point, if you're following, you might be thinking, right, so why does stress get such a bad reputation then? And a lot of the negatives that we experience around stress are due in part to how we perceive stress and what we think that it means. And this is where reframing stress comes in. And some really cool work by, I never know how to say her name, Alia Crum, Dr. Crum anyway, if you wanna look that up, who is probably one of my favorite researchers. Yes, I have favorite researchers. Uh, she's done some really fascinating work on the placebo effect as well and has a really cool TED talk on that so you should all go and watch that but anyway her research shows that stress mindset i.e how we think about stress predicts negative health outcomes and symptoms 
from stress that we experience, as well as life satisfaction, which I think is, again, a very important aspect. So in one study, the researchers show a group of, so they split a group of um, employees into two, and they show one group the positive side of stress so essentially the messages I've just been giving you and the other group the negative side of stress and that's basically just think about everything you've probably heard about stress up until now so for example part of the video says stress can in like in the positive group say stress can enhance drive concentration performance decision making etc etc but then the negative video says stress can reduce your drive concentration performance decision making etc etc and obviously it says the exact opposite because both are true depending on the circumstance and what you're thinking and how you respond to that stress and then they show a world record at the olympic games and they say look like highly stressful situations is when you perform at your best because you're like amped up and if you think about that that's true like you can always do a bit better on the day of your competition when there's loads of eyes on you but then they also show someone missing a jump shot and they say look too much stress can mean that you lose coordination or you know you don't perform at your best and again you can't deny that that is also true Anyway, after viewing these videos, the researchers researchers the researchers found reduced negative health outcomes and increased work performance in the positive stress group. So basically those who were told that stress is a good thing. And they attributed this to a change in mindset around stress. And lucky for us, this group has also come up with a three-part quite simple way of trying to help people reframe how they think about stress so number one is acknowledge stress be present to what it is and what is making you feel that way and I think that that's really useful because if you're like oh I'm stressed because I'm homeschooling my kids and then you think okay but I'm stressed because I love my kids and I care about their education that's actually quite a good stress to have or even if it's other things like, oh, I'm stressed because I'm trying to, I don't know, save up for a house. So quite, again, quite a good stress to have. Like you want to buy a home, you're in a position to potentially buy a home quite soon. That's a good stress to have. Or I'm stressed because I've got loads of emails to reply to. Okay, again, you're in high demand maybe your job is very important, maybe you run your own business and there's loads of inquiries. That's a really good stress to have. And then maybe think about removing those stresses. Like, oh, if it's too stressful to run this business, I'll just take it away. Or like, if it's too stressful to homeschool your kids, do you want to just put them up for adoption? No, of course you don't. I also 100% know I'm going to get a load of messages being like, my kids are up for adoption if you want them. Point two, welcome stress. Acknowledge that you are stressed because you care and view stress as an opportunity to connect with your values. 
So being stressed usually means you have something or probably lots of things that are important to you and that you value. And then you can be grateful, you could practice some hashtag gratitude. Grateful for all the things that are causing you stress because they are what adds value to your life. They are what's important in your life and they are what makes your life full and rich. Number three, utilize stress. It is designed to facilitate. So use stress to optimize opportunities and perform at your best. Instead of seeing stress as a negative, try and flip it into a positive. So for example, like if when you only have, I don't know, a couple of hours to finish your essay, you tend to get it done. Like stressful situations can up your work rate quite dramatically. Athletes tend to perform at their best under pressure. World records aren't set during training. They're set when it matters, when there's some skin in the game, when you know you need to perform. So those are your three tips to reframe the way that you think about stress. And I have no idea if this will transfer directly to stress eating, but I certainly think it will help. And if we can reframe how we see stress, then it's far less likely we're going to try and avoid it by overeating and looking for like a short-term fix or some way of numbing the feeling of stress that we have. I'm going to finish this one here because I want to keep it short, sharp and sweet. Do share this with friends if you know that they're struggling with stress. I think it could be really useful to people. If you found this useful, please let me know. Uh, Give me a tag on Instagram at ESGFitness. And if you haven't already (laughs) reviewed the podcast, please do because it massively helps. Oh, and obviously rate it as well. And commit to six signups open on Monday. So if you want to work with us, and by us I mean myself and my coaching team, then head to www.esgfitness.co.uk forward slash commit to six.